Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for market intel, forecasts, and strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Ball. Thank you for being with us. This segment is brought to you by Bomi.org. Check them out. They are the leader in facilities and property management training, and you can check it out at Bomi, B-O-M-I.org. Well, today we have another great show for you. We're going to talk about Deloitte's 2019 Commercial Real Estate Outlook. Now, this is a great publication they put out every year. It's been out for a little over a decade, um, and uh, they look at the impact of everything that's impacting commercial real estate and the economy. You know, I think commercial real estate is great, but it's a great investment. But we always have to look forward and see uh, with the old saying, right, where the uh, skate with the puck is going. So this is another great report to give us an idea of what to look out for, what's impacting uh, the business, and how to do better at what we do, wherever that is, if we own properties or help people in some way that do. Please welcome my guest this is Jim Barry. He's a partner with Deloitte. He's also vice chairman and he leads the U.S. real estate practice at Deloitte. And he's joining us on Skype. Jim, thanks for being back with us again. Michael, thanks for having us. And I look forward to the opportunity to talk about our 2019 real estate commercial outlook for Deloitte. Yeah, and if you will briefly tell our audience, uh, you know, what is this report about? What's the mission and, and how do you do it? Yeah, we're really excited about this year's uh, report because what we did at Deloitte this year is we actually surveyed over 500 global investors and sought their input on what they're seeing, how they're looking at, and how they're valuing, if you will, for their uh, investments and their capital allocations, uh, certain aspects of real estate, in particular technology, talent, and uh, as you just mentioned, things that are uh, facing the real estate industry and that we're looking around the corner on. Okay, so you reached out to these global investors and it's kind of interesting when they're looking at the entire world and, and they look at the U.S. to kind of get their perspective, right? That, that's correct. And kind of the highlight of, or the headline of the survey is that, uh, you'll, that over 97% of those that we uh, surveyed indicated that they're going to continue or increase their capital allocation to real estate overall. But we also saw in, those, in that data as you drill down that they are really looking at and, and uh, abilities to diversify the way that they're putting that capital to use as well within commercial real estate. How do they view the U.S. right now as compared to uh, over history? Yeah, actually very, very soundly. So when you look at the capital allocations uh, and, and where that's really headed, the top three that are listed are the U.S., uh, Hong Kong, and China as far as capital allocations. Similarly, when you look at those who are leading the pack as far as uh, increasing the amount of capital that's being allocated to real estate, then you're looking at U.S. and Canada uh, and Germany right at the top. Right, so they're increasing their allocation. So what are some numbers? What might we expect for an increase in foreign capital into the U.S.? Well, as I just mentioned, you know, you know, those kind of percentages are pretty, pretty uh, um, positive overall for, for us. Um, and the other thing that, that's interesting about just the timing of the survey and, and therefore the results is remember that we're also dealing in a dynamic situation with interest rates changing, uh, Brexit hasn't fully settled. Uh, there's still 
not just in the U.S., but in other uh, jurisdictions where there's some tax matters that are being uh, dealt with. So I think what it really points to is that within the real estate industry, we've really achieved this level of maturity. So normalization of capital allocations is, is there. Uh, the industry is being looked at positively. But it's also pointing to maybe a little bit of the patience of capital still being there, willing to invest in these longer-term assets. Yeah, and I see the theme of the report here. Agility is key to winning in the digital age. So when you finish this report, that, is that one of the things that kind of rose to the top? Absolutely. And so one of the specific things we covered in this survey was the impact of technology and how investors are really looking at that as well. And so when you break that down and get behind the data, what you see is there's actually a, a strong willingness and even a look by the investors to say, uh, what are companies doing in order to advance technology within their operations and how they're uh, how that company that they're looking to invest in is uh, utilizing data and analytics to better operate and manage themselves. So the, the, the core theme, once again, is that uh, the investors really say, hey, the dynamics of real estate are really changing. Technology has moved forward at a very rapid pace. We really need to make sure that the real estate companies we're focused in on are not just the companies that are doing something today, but are really thinking about their tenants and the ultimate end users and how that dynamic's gonna change over time. Right, so when you talk about technology, you mean all sorts of technology from the actual operations of the, of the buildings to the tenants that we choose, right? Being, understanding and using technology, and then I guess the, the artificial intelligence, the kind of transparency of the, of the entire industry. Michael, you're 100% right. So when you look at it, it, it uh, another interesting piece of data that came out of this, and that is the value that's being placed on companies who are developing very specific strategies on um, flex lease uh, or flex space. And so our survey data also showed that well over 50% of those who are allocating capital are looking to allocate more capital to those who have, de have, have a developed strategy around flex space, and, or excuse me, flex lease, and over 44% flex space. What does that mean? I mean, once again, I think it's understanding that the dynamic of the tenant model is really changing. So how companies are going to utilize real estate and the importance of actually evolving and diversifying the portfolio to actually be in a position to take advantage of uh, how companies will ultimately use real estate. Well, that's interesting too because, you know, flex space or flexible leases and terms like that are not something the debt markets typically like to, to see, right? That, that is true. I mean, it is interesting. And so that's why we thought it was interesting to actually go to, to follow the money a little bit and, and talk to the investors. And so, but, but, it also shows, once again, the importance of, of looking ahead and that that's really being valued. And as part of that, I would, I would also say, you know, the, the real estate, we've always struggled with how much do you invest in technology. We've always, you know, lagged. We've always been a follower. Uh, but now what's clearly being indicated is, you know, the times now and we really got to move forward as an industry. 
But the good news of all of that is by having that a clear part of the strategy, being able to articulate that strategy and being able to, uh, uh, as you communicate that through, uh, that the investors are really looking for that. And so they're going to value that and actually, therefore, uh, taking a bit longer term view, perhaps, on on how to uh, how, how that investment will actually return itself. Yeah. Well, that seems like it's a great idea when you're trying to attract capital. I mean, if it's a company or equity, um, and and but it seems like when you think about the flexibility side on the debt side, it seems difficult. So, how are, are people in these companies and in, in these real estate companies uh, attracting capital? Is it is it just showing that you're using technology and using? It? How, how do we get? Show me the money. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> no doubt about it. I mean, you know, the traditions are there, right? Yeah. The baseline economics of real estate are, are, are fundamentally the same. And the ethos of, of what we think about from the core strategies of, you know, let's take uh, flex space or whatever, doesn't change location matters, right? Uh, but the dynamics of that space and how it's managed are, are really evolving and changing. Uh, and so, so being able to demonstrate that uh, the, the, the strategy that's been deployed takes into account not only the uh, you know the current tenant use and and, and dynamic but also uh, how that how that will change and, and building in these di- these elements to allow for a better stickiness of those tenants and that also ties into some other elements within within our survey which uh, we also dealt with prop techs and how that's continuing to evolve and so actually having a defined strategy of how to embrace uh, some of the prop techs as well is uh, is actually being valued. Tell our audience some more about that, Jim. Yeah. So in our survey, we actually also, uh, when we went out uh, across the globe to those 500 investors at Deloitte, we also asked them, okay, how are you looking at and how are you thinking about prop, prop techs and how best the, the industry should be utilizing those? And what came across as very clear is that there's better opportunity for real estate to actually be teaming with, partnering with uh, prop techs. So uh, in the past, I think there's really been a sense that the industry has treated that more as a disruptor and therefore uh, has been slower to actually look at the technology that's being developed and how to incubate that or how to better align with that early on, whether or not through teaming or whether or not through um, actual investment strategies. But what we are seeing, and you'll see this particularly, I think, in some of the some of the logistics companies and, and uh, real estate companies and so on, is a better formulation of that particular strategy and how better to team with, partner with, or even buy or invest in uh, prop tech companies. Yeah, and it comes back to agility, right? Kind of the theme of, of the report you found. If there's one common word in our Deloitte report, we are definitely using the word, how do you build agility into, you know, big capital assets and, and those kinds of things. But that will be the magic formula. Yeah, well, it makes sense. Well, we're going to take a short break. We get back, I want to ask you some more about this report. There's some real interesting things in here about talent, about cyber risk. Stay with us. We'll have more. I'm Michael Bull. This is America's Commercial Real Estate Show. Would you like to be the top producing commercial broker in your office? Check out Michael Bull's video training. 
since you're a show listener, you receive 10% off your first purchase. At checkout, use discount code CREshow. Visit commercialagentsuccess.com. Are you looking for proven property management and facilities management education? Visit BOMI.org. That's B-O-M-I, Building Owners and Managers Institute International. They are the trusted source for education in the property and facilities industry. Visit BOMI.org. Are you looking to buy, sell, or lease commercial real estate? You're invited to contact Bull Realty for customized asset and occupancy solutions. Call 404-876-1640 or visit bullrealty.com. Promote your business to the U.S. commercial real estate industry. Click advertise at the show website, CREshow.com. Welcome back to America's Commercial Real Estate Show. I'm Michael Ball. This segment is brought to you by CommercialAgentSuccess.com. Commercial agents, do check this out. Our brokers looking for sales meeting material. It's CommercialAgentSuccess.com. You'll be glad you did. Well, today we are looking at the Deloitte's 2019 Commercial Real Estate Outlook. This is a great report. It's put out every year. And we have Jim Barry with us. He's a partner with Deloitte, and he's vice chairman. He leads the U.S. real estate practice there. And uh, Jim, one of the themes of the report seems to be an important one to me, talent. Tell us about that. Michael, thanks again for having me here. And in our 2019 commercial real estate report that Deloitte put out, we did survey over 500 global investors. And one of the, one of the topics we did cover with them is the importance of talent and the evolution of talent how best to deal with that. And in particular, what we were focused on in, that, in the survey is how uh, investors, those who are looking to place capital in real estate, are actually looking at talent and how the industry is doing from that perspective and how they value that. And so overwhelmingly, the survey data really showed that uh, the investors really believe this is an, a great opportunity for real estate, that there are uh, continued evolutions of talent models that need to be considered that as an industry it's going to be important as you think about competing uh, for talent across all industries that real estate will really need to step up in its use of technology and its use of new uh, formats uh, for talent motivation that goes across all generations because uh, the dynamic of not just millennials and Gen Z, but also as the baby boomers are getting closer to the end of their professional careers, how to how to continue to utilize that great talent. And Jim, were these global investors concentrating more related to talent, to the companies they're investing with, the funds, the REITs, uh, uh, the managing partners in the U.S., or were they talking also about the tenants? and how to help uh, tenants attract talent and retain talent. Right. Well, it, it's an interesting point, Michael. Our, our survey focused really on the commercial real estate and the investment side. Mm -hmm. But if you really, it, it's a good point because if you really start peeling away the data in a couple of our places and, and connecting the dots on how the investors are really looking at uh, opportunities for their uh, additional capital outlay and how they might over allocate to companies who are forward thinking. 
the ultimate point of being forward thinking is how you connect with your tenants and the ultimate end users and creating that experience. That same thing then comes over and applies to talent. So um, in, in as the dynamics of the talent models and expectations of generations have really changed, you know, to really create an environment that is entrepreneurial, that offers some flexibility, that offers a continuous learning environment is really going to be important to really attract uh, top talent going forward. Yeah, and it seems uh, in commercial real estate to to be an issue. I mean, when I look around commercial real estate, there's a lot of guys like me, old white guys, <laughs> and uh, we need younger talent. And it seems like uh, there's not enough talent uh, coming into commercial real estate. And there also doesn't seem to be enough training uh, for them. You know, I know some of the colleges have some great training programs and we have things like CCIM, but it seems like we need more of it. I mean, I created a commercial training company for, for the agents for that, that side of it. But what's the answer? How do we get more talent inside these companies? Well, first off, I think uh, the answer is really you have to you have to kind of change the way you think about it. And, uh, you know, in the past and if you go back over time, our models in real estate have kind of followed cycles. Right. You hire up, you move down. And that's created some of the gaps, I think, within our industry that you've mentioned, Michael. But beyond that, it's really just recognizing that the dynamic of who you're the talent that you're going after is completely different that it is a whole different uh, ball game. So you've got to compete across all industries for talent. And you've got to understand that the, what, what the current generation, the millennials, the Gen Zs, are really looking for value different things. And so those points about flexibility, those points about a continuous learning about environment, the importance of, the, of diversity, uh, and is, you know, clearly continues to come through and is an area that has to be focused on by our industry in order to make sure we're bringing in all of the talent that we really need to and providing the right platform for that. Yeah, and, and people who can embrace the technology, right? To, you, know, you look at some of the, the younger people I know, like my, my son who's, who's 19, his skills in technology are just absolutely incredible and uh, you know I look at some of the people my age that see what he can do with software with hardware uh, and just the speed at which he can do things it's pretty amazing we really need more of that don't we there's no doubt and so in our Deloitte survey I mean once again that 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 connection so part of it was on technology part of it was on the uh, on the other uh, dynamic of talent but on the talent aspects of things, when you think about it from the perspective of technology, you know, and you combine that with the fact that real estate's been a little bit behind on the adoption of technology, that creates a competitive disadvantage for real estate. So how do, how do we make sure that, as the survey also indicated, technology is going to be an important part of continuing to attract uh, more capital. It's going to be an important part of changing the business. But it is very much very important is how we attract talent. No one wants to you know to join uh, companies that aren't going to push them into learning new things, helping them evolve. Uh, and technology is absolutely a cornerstone of that. Yeah, it sure is. Well, another thing I think some people don't want to think about or deal with uh, is cyber risk. Uh, I mean, the increased contacts that 
we all seem to get today through email, through our cell phones, through almost everything of, of cyber crime trying to rip us off in some way or, in, 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 or infiltrate our systems and get information from our companies is huge. And that's one of the um, key aspects of your report. So what do you find? What, what are people saying? What are people doing? Correct, Michael. And so in our report, you know, we did, you know, put focus on technology and the importance of that. But then the, the dark side of that is that uh, is the cyber risk. And so once again, we would really point to the fact that uh, within real estate, we've, you know, we've been somewhat fortunate. There hasn't been a major event within our industry. Um, but at the same time, the, the elements of risk have really continued to expand. And so what we're really saying is it's time to really take a very, very hard look and that investors are valuing um, uh, a, a hard look at the uh, potentials of cyber threat, which now has to de be defined broader than just data security. Uh, it really goes beyond that because at this point, because of technology, the tie-in of technology to base operations you know, there's a lot of asset operational items that really have to be evaluated as well. Yeah, I mean, there's so much going on. We've uh, we've even seen some uh, some hackers hack people's email and phones and intercepting um, uh, wire transfer information and then forwarding that to the recipient and changing the, the numbers. And all of a sudden, uh, big uh, earnest money checks, commission checks yep. end up in some foreign country never to be seen again. Yeah, that's been a, a, a fraud scheme that's happened over time. But uh, but even beyond that, imagine hacking into a building's operating system. Excuse me, a building's operating system and, and taking over control of the utilities. Yeah, I mean that chokes you up, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. <laughs> Have a drink of water there. Yeah, I mean it's it's uh, you know it's scary. We've seen it in the movies and and now it's happening. It's like uh, what we used to see, at, you know, <laughs> the Jetsons and all that. We're, we're we're living the Jetsons life now. We look at some of these uh, movies where. They kind of come in and control building systems and things. Well, you know, now they can do it. So are, are companies planning to invest more uh, in uh, to protect themselves from cyber risk? Yeah, they almost have to, right? Because at the end of the day, it really is a question of, of ultimate operating platform and ability to continue. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jim, let, to, to finalize our, our discussion today, what else in the report would uh, be a theme that people should should think about because uh, uh, hey we want to we don't know what's going on in the future <laughs> what should we do to prepare yeah hopefully my voice has come back now I think it has but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> appreciate everybody's patience with that the uh, now really we're very excited about this report mm -hmm. uh, and what we really wanted to bridge is when we left the 2018 report last year we talked about the time is now to invest in technology and move forward we wanted to bridge in for 2019 and bring in the investor profile. We all know in real estate, capital counts. And so uh, how are they really looking at thing, things? And so I would say to sum it up, it's that importance of understanding there's a long-term view, there's opportunity uh, <clears throat> on continuing to attract capital. But really, uh, there's going to be high value put on being able to look around the corner and see how those business models are changing.
Yeah, that's great. Well, Jim, thanks for joining us. Good information. I know when you talk about cyber technology, we all get choked up. So. I tell you, that was a good one to do it on, wasn't it? <laughs> that's right. All right, thanks for joining us. All the best, Michael. Thank you. All right. And thank you for joining us around the world, around the country. Uh, with Jim's permission, we're going to have a link to the actual report on our website. So if you're uh, on a, on a uh, podcast or a video somewhere, just go to commercialrealestateshow.com and uh, type in Deloitte in the search, and you'll have a link to the actual report. Do check it out. And thank you for joining us. Be sure and join us next week. Until then, be sure you always lead, learn, and laugh and join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. America's Commercial Real Estate Show is brought to you by Bull Realty, Asset and Occupancy Solutions, BOMI.org, Property and Facility Management Education, Personalized, CommercialAgentSuccess.com, Video Training from Michael Bull. To access these great companies or for more videos, podcasts, and articles, visit CREshow.com.